The Jace and PJ Podcast. Well, would have been a stressful yet exciting afternoon on Friday for our next guest as um, Victoria was going into lockdown Friday afternoon. When Dan was doing the press conference, I was like, go midnight, not 6pm, not 6pm. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so stoked you did midnight. Yeah. Um, so when lockdown came in, these guys had to rearrange their wedding and they managed to do it in 85 minutes. Uh, Peter's joining us on the air this morning. Firstly, congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks so much, guys. It was a fairly full-on afternoon, but we got there. Sounds like it was a full-on weekend celebrating as well. Someone's a bit dusty today. <laughs> yeah, um, it, doesn't get, it doesn't get much better, so this, this is about as good as it gets, unfortunately. Oh, my gosh, Pete. Well, you're one of the lucky ones who managed to rush it in. How, tell us how you did that. Like, Who did you call straight away? Absolutely. Well, the first person I called, not surprisingly, was the fiancé wife-to-be nice. girl, girl of the year, yep. who was getting her nails done uh, because <laughs> we were going to get married on Saturday, and I said... So I called her because I was working. I didn't even hear the press conference, but I was yeah. getting a flood of messages just saying, it's off, I feel so bad for you guys. So I just called her and said, um, do you think they could sneak in your hair and makeup as well? And not not surprisingly, because when you know the girl that you want to marry, you just get the right answer. And she just turned around and said, yeah, you want to get married tonight, don't you? And that was it. As soon as, uh, as, soon as we got the thumbs up from wow. the, the wife-to-be, we just made it happen. That was the first so, most imp- important phone call, and then it was followed by 80 text messages. Wow. And so did you guys do it at the same venue you were uh, planning on? Uh, we did it at the after-party venue. We, we were <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, we were going to have a nice little garden wedding and then move to an after-party because we wanted to have the after-party at home, but, of course, you're not allowed to. You're only yeah. allowed yeah. 15 guests inside your house. So instead of... Uh, so we just sort of cut out the middleman and said, right, it's across the road from our house. We're going to that park. We just took the 40 chairs we had for the after party, the two tables, 16 eskies, which came from Park Orchards, Nunawadi, Mitcham and Glen Iris. And wow. ice that came from about 14 different uh, vendors. Oh, and we just piled it up and, and away we go. So- and we got the Got the photographer up from Torquay. The, the celebrant was on a bike a bike ride with his dad in Mansfield. Uh, the band was down in Mount Eliza. Wow. You got a full band there that afternoon. Yeah, so Brothers, one of my very good mates, he, he plays some very good tunes and he just goes, right, I'm not missing out. And he actually, on his way up, uh, just went past a Kenner's Hire, one of the higher places, oh and picked up, a, picked up a generator so we could all hear his <laughs> tunes as well. So, hang oh. on, so the missus is getting hair and makeup, or originally nails done, and then in yep. 85 minutes you had done all that. Yeah, so I was actually working at the tennis um, on AOTV, so I was calling Serena Williams onto the, the show, onto Rod Laver Arena. Yeah. So I didn't hear the press conference, and then so when I got out, uh, I didn't have time to listen to the press conference, but I, I sort of got the idea of what was going on. <laughs> this is nuts. Um, and so it was like, right, oh, well, we're either doing it or we're not. Once and we said we were doing it, uh, just put the phone on charge, and then off I went. And That's Pete, amazing. out of the 78 guests, how many managed to make it? We've got 75 there of the 78. Oh, awesome. And let's oh, be honest, there's always four or five cousins you never really wanted there in the first place. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's right. We, we didn't get them there on the, on the first list, so we were yeah, fine there. We, beauty. We actually had everyone we wanted, which was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but I suppose the, the other part was, and I, I said it more than once on Friday night, but nothing was sort of overwhelming because you just had to do it. You know, yeah. when you've got a job to do or you're organising something, you just do it. But what was overwhelming was looking up and seeing 75 of your best friends wow. and family all dressed up. They're all there. Um, they even managed to get babysitters and you know, rearrange dinners they had on. And they were like, oh, no, no, we're going. I think it was mainly 
because for the first time in their lives, I was actually paying for the food and drink for them. Yeah, so right, yeah. I think there was a, a big element of that. But they, they were all there. It was it was unbelievable. You're the bloody reason I couldn't get a babysitter Friday night. Everyone was taken. Oh, mate, honestly, I would have met someone at the server and said, can you look after the kids? Going out one last night. <laughs> that is um, so amazing to hear some good news. Also, I believe uh, you guys are expecting a baby in July. Is that right? Yeah, well, we don't oh, like doing things in half. So no, you don't. It was um, and that was you know last year we meant to go on a big European trip and romantic proposals, all this sort of thing, and and of course that didn't happen as it didn't happen for anyone. Yeah. Um, and we thought, well, okay, we'll time back around. You know, we're, we're enjoying our lives together. Let's, let's just see what happens, and it, that all happened pretty quickly. And then I, I got the tap on the shoulder saying, well, you know what this means. You know, I don't, I don't want to be a, a, a big, a big um, pregnant bride. So. Then we thought I'd propose on Christmas Day, and then we, we thought Saturday, February 13, it'd be nice. That was my grandmother's birthday, and I thought it'd be a really nice day to get married on. And then Saturday, February 13, as you say, very quickly became Friday, February 12, and that's become our day. Oh, that... Pete, that's so amazing. Anybody else allowed to speak at Jason, the wedding? I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, hey, Pete, Pete, that's such a cool story. You know what? I think it's a story everyone needed at the moment. Yeah. Like, you know, you pulled the wedding forward. That's, that's you know, that's what you remember. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's not about where it was or how it was. It's like, you know, you got married. Congratulations, mate, to you and your partner. Thanks so much, yeah, Sarah Gills. Um, it was very exciting. She wasn't even nervous or uh, apprehensive or anything on Friday. It was more just the attitude of, okay, this is what we're doing and let's enjoy it. And unfortunately, she could only have the, the sparkling water, but the rest of us enjoyed it pretty well. So it was a great celebration and, and now the little one's coming in oh, in July, which will be an even bigger celebration. Oh, good on you, Pete. See you, mate. Take it See easy. You, mate. Thanks, guys. Cheers. See you, bud. If it wasn't for the lockdown at midnight, <laughs> I reckon he would have been like going... And in closing, <laughs> you are listening to the Jason PJ podcast.